0: start small having a big picture for the future but we have learned not to try to reach the big picture directly start even with a small poc then start with the first customer and then extend it
1: you are listening to the future proof operations podcast The manufacturing sector is evolving and the work that happens on the front line is the key to driving future readiness. On each episode, we bring you conversations with global leaders in industrial companies. Our goal is to discuss trends, stories and people in digital manufacturing and offer the latest insight into solutions. Subscribe and be sure to check out our website for more resources at operationsone.com. I'm your podcast host Benjamin Brockman. This episode is brought to you by Operations One. Operations One is the leading platform to bring operations to a new level of excellence. By supporting frontline operations from planning to execution to analytics, companies benefit from an empowered workforce, increased operational excellence and future proof operations. Visit operationsone.com for more information. Hi, Jürgen. Welcome to the Future Proof Operations podcast. Benjamin, hello. Nice to be here. Jürgen, great to have you on the show. Could you give me a short overview of who you are and what you are doing? Benjamin, I'm an
0: employee of WAGO for nearly, let me say, 22 years now. WAGO is a company I think it's well known in the electrical installation business with a Vago klemme in German or the other things. And we have a lot of products for electrical interconnection as well as, and that's our issue today, is automation products and IoT products. You
1: are taking care of the theme of factory automation in general. Help
0: us to understand what factory automation means for you. Factory automation or manufacturing for me is the part of the production. The production in the process industry, pharmaceutical, chemical industry as well as some production in the discrete manufacturing, where different types are mounted. And yes, we do the automation, that means the PLC and IOs for the automation of the machines as well as the digitalization. This means connecting of the production area of the production plant to the IT or now to the IoT.
1: Today's podcast might be a little bit technically, so we have to understand and have to explain the specific terms. So in the preparation call, you talked about IT and OT already. Could you explain for non-technicans
0: what IT and OT is and where the difference lies? Yes, I'm not an IT man, but I think the Word IT is well known to the audience, the information technology, the, let me say, normal things that we use with our PC and so on. And the uh, OT, word we normally don't use, but it's good to have it together in these days. OT means the operational technology. So we have two small words, the IT and the OT. And operational technology means all the things where PLC, programmable logic controller, or in German SPS steuerung, used to control the machines and all the other things.
1: If you could give an example, for IT, you already named a PC, for example, or if I'm in the manufacturing space, there is a smartphone, a tablet, PC, something like that. Do we have other examples for IT and OT?
0: Yes. In the production area, for example, there's also the word production IT. That means the network and perhaps some visualization application you have there to have an overview of your production. That is also an IT example. And an OT example is where the machines are controlled. And the difference to compare these things as IT, for example, I think, You and me and nearly everybody of the audience already has this experience as there is an update and nothing is running. And let me say it's not nice, but it's okay in the IT. But if you think about the OT, then it's not okay at all. There is no possibility for an update during an operation because if you do that and you have an high-speed motor or whatever, then a lot of damage will be caused. So these are really big differences between OT and IT, if you have a look on the updates experience, for example. So is OT
1: even more fundamental for the manufacturings, like the backbone of the factory?
0: I think the OT is the area where the value is created, because the OT is responsible for the production to create from an input, an output. That means yeah to create or to build up a product. And so it is, yes, as you said, it is the base of what the company or the production plant wants to produce. Yes. Another explanation
1: which we have to provide before we go into the main topic of this episode is, again, manufacturing and the difference between process and discrete manufacturing. You already talked about that in your introduction. So what is the difference between process manufacturing and discrete manufacturing?
0: Yeah, in the process manufacturing applications, there are big bio-stuff or materials and recipes are controlling what to do. For example, to create some medical things or to create some chemical things, there. Very often there are some liquids and all these things, and in the discrete manufacturing area, you have dedicated pieces, for example, just simple examples, a screw or some metal things, and robots puts things from one place to another, and there's different some bulks like flutes on one hand side and on the other hand side have some discrete things like the screw, you have to have some easy example to help.
1: Okay, perfect, Jürgen. We have some basic explanations as a foundation for this episode, so we can now dive a little bit deeper. Today, we want to talk about the challenges of digitalization. You have a lot of experience in the manufacturing space. You are focusing on a lot of technologies which are needed for a manufacturing space for the factory. and. I would like to ask you which core challenges of digitalization do you see
0: in your daily business life? Indeed, I see some core challenges in the daily business life, but the most challenging point is to manage, for example, the connectivity from OT to IT. And that means to get the data from the OT devices and to transform the data in the IT world. And that's in an easy way. And that's not only from one machine to another machine. That's also if some people from the audience are, for example, responsible for the production of a big company and plants in different towns, for example, in Germany or worldwide, then the connectivity or the OTIT gateways for the connectivity have also to be managed worldwide. And for example, this is one of the challenges.
1: So this is the first pillar. You brought three challenges with you today, and we talked about it in the prep call already. That's why I know them already. You named that device management as well. So the problem lies in the device management. And I was very surprised in our preparation call Because I was thinking that we have device management software, something which is taking care for the connectivity between IT and OT already for years, probably even decades. But you said, no, it's still a challenge. I would like to understand why is that? Are we too slow to adopt
0: new software to do that? Or where's the core problem? Perhaps it's not a core problem, but a core challenge because there isn't any device managing tool Yet, or the device management standard, yet, because of the example I spoke about five minutes ago. In the OT business, it is well known and accepted to have the sentence never touch a running system, because it has to be stable for the production to create the value, as I described. And this machine, and it was set into operation. For example, six years ago or even 16 years ago, there wasn't ever a need to have any device management. The machine was running 24-7 and that's fine. The production was good of the machine and so there wasn't any need to do a device management. But with the upcoming of the connectivity to the IT and all the security, Things we're going to speak about later and also about the new features we all want to create. If we all speak about digitalization, then we want to have the ability to update the devices. And that's why we want to have a device management. And we don't want to go to each OTIT gateway with our laptop or notebooks and one special cable to update some features. No, we want to have worldwide device management. And indeed, that's a challenge. I was
1: writing down two things. You talked about standardization, not the digitalization, but the standardization. Is this a problem that we have no standard at all and we are not able to focus and to agree on one standard?
0: No, I think that's not the biggest problem because it's okay to have different standards, for example, but what has to work is that the digitalization has to fit to each company. Our experience is that each company has different needs for digitalization. That's why I said it's not necessary to have one big standard, but it has to be easy. And that's key.
1: I just want to understand why we haven't solved that earlier. You said as well, we have been probably too busy with the operations in the last year. So the machine have to be running all the time. And then we didn't see the need that we have to do something. So is the need now that high that we see it in front of our eyes? or what is the core reason why we didn't solve it earlier?
0: You just speak about the device management, right? Or the data of standardization? The device management. The device management, okay. There wasn't really a technology for worldwide device management for the OT devices. IT devices, as I know, had always been able to be used for remote device management and so on, but not the OT devices. Now, OT and IT come together the gap between OT and IT becomes smaller. Now it is possible to use IT technology on OT devices. And together with some innovations, that means that some IT technology, the footprint, the needed CPU resources and so on from the IT becomes smaller. Now it is possible to use IT technology also on the OT devices. And that's where the innovation comes from, the innovation we all need to realize a worldwide device management of OT and IT devices. Okay, understood. So new technology innovations
1: help us to solve that challenge now more and more. This has been the first core challenge of digitalization. Let's go to the next one. What is the next challenge of
0: digitalization from your opinion? The next challenge is security, because if we go to the digitalization, then the OT applications and the machine, which never ever had a connectivity to the IT and even to the internet, they become this connectivity. And like everybody knows, there are some security issues. And that's another point, another pillar to manage these security things. Could you give
1: a little bit more insights or even more examples for listeners who are not that technically? For me, security, for example, is something like I enter a system, I enter a software, and then I have to enter my password. And I have learned in the last 10 years that the password should not be 123 or a computer. Is this the kind of level which you describe or are that much more deep dive technical problems when you talk about security? It
0: is also a very important level, but it becomes deeper, or it has to be focused a little bit deeper, concerning to the operating system, for example. And there you have something like other protocols and ports, where the protocols or which the protocols need to get into the operating system and to realize the communication, and all these. Ports, for example, of the operating system has to be managed has to be open and or closed because if there is a port which is not used, then it is a open door for of the operating system, and it could be a door for a attack, so everything has to be controlled and managed that there is no open door at all and these are the two examples the passwords and the door ports. Do we have more and more technical solutions to solve that challenge
1: or where are we right now? Would you consider it as a real challenge which we aren't able to solve or what is the current state here from your perspective?
0: We are able to solve it because the security from my part of view is a part of the device management we spoke about and we have now. A solution for the device management, and that means we have a solution for the security. If the IT people which are responsible for the security mainly, then create, for example, a new password standard, or the IT people decide which protocol has to be used or not, then they can do a rollout, that means an installation on the OT devices to open or to close the ports or to set a new passport standard on the IT OT gateways, And that is a possibility we have now with a worldwide device management possibilities. So if I have
1: a great device management, I will be able to build a great security
0: on that foundation. Definitely, because it is then managed with the tools from the IT and there is a overview of all OTIT gateways which we need for the digitalization and is not any longer the responsibility of the people which did the setting into operation of devices.
1: Okay, Jürgen, now we come to the third pillar of the challenges of digitalization and this is one I know very well. As a software provider we are talking about scalability all the time, how to scale software and you brought it with your challenges of digitalization
0: as well scalability what is it about Jürgen? from my or from our point of view scalability is not only software it is also hardware because if we speak about digitalization everybody of us that means you that means me that means everybody from the audience has i think some other picture of how the plant should be in five or 10 years, and some other ideas and even some other needs for the digitalization. And if you have no scalability and software and hardware, then you do an invest, for example, in these days, and that invest without scalability, you have a solution for these days or for the next two years. If you decide for systems with scalability, then you, yes, as the word says, then you are able to scale up not only the hardware and the software. That's not the point. Then you are able to scale up the application and the services you want to have in the future and you don't think about in this moment or in these days. So you're flexible in the future, that's the point, being flexible in the future to realize new digitalization applications or services.
1: How do I, as a plant manager, for example, who has a project where I want to implement something in my factory, some new machine connected to some other systems, for example, how do I know that the thing which I plan to build will be scalable? Because I think this is the biggest challenge that at the time where I built something, I already know this will be scalable or not. So do you have some key facts here where you say, for example, if I have a d- great device management, then I have a scalable system as a foundation? Something like that,
0: yes. I think the point is, if you have a look on the OTIT gateways, for example, then it should be an open or flexible operating system like a Linux, for example because we spoke about the security issues and the application issues and if you have a flexible operating system then the decision i think it's a good one and on the other hand side if you for example buy in these days a sensor which is able to do some or three parameters then it's not a good decision because in the future for example you need another four or five sensors or values Parameters or whatever, and then it is not possible to extend it. So there are a lot of flexible hardware solutions in the market. And hopefully, I'm allowed to say that Bargo has some of these flexible hardware solutions. And if you start with a small application, even if you start with two or three sensors or parameters, then start with these small application, and you will be sure that you are able to extend it in the future.
1: Jürgen, we talked about your challenges of digitalization, and we talked about device management, scalability, and security. Thanks for that insight. I have some other questions with me and your direction. We are going to be a little bit more hands-on. In the recent years, Has there been a special project where you learned the most? And of course, I would like, what have been your learnings? Probably something good, something which you didn't do again.
0: Do you have an example? What we learned is to start small, having a big picture for the future. But we have learned not to try to reach this big picture directly. So start even with a small POC. Then start with the first customer and compare the things you, you created on your mind or with your team and then extend it. If the customer is in your company, so that means you are doing it internally with the digitalization project, then it's the same. So it's a common word, but it fits very well to the digitalization issue. Think big and start small. It's funny that
1: you say that because I hear that a lot in the podcast. I have my own experience with it. As a software provider, we go into companies, we provide our solution, and of course, the solution should be spread through the whole company. But we say that again and again that we should start small. And then, if the whole thing is working out, we scale the solution through the whole company. What I experience very often is as soon as you pitch the idea and you have the first meetings with the customer, when they are enlightened, which they hopefully are. Then they pull more and more people into that project and they say, hey, you need to show it them and uh, this guy and so on. And the whole thing is sometimes getting bigger than expected. Do you see that as well, that we have the tendency to not start small, even if we say we want
0: to start small? My experience is the same as you described and there's nothing to add.
1: (laughs) Nothing to add. So we just have to take care that the thing keeps small. Okay. Then another question. We talked a lot about technology today, a very technology deep dive. We have topics like AI, machine learning. In the last years, a lot about IoT, Industry 4.0. I would like to understand which kind of technology is fascinating you the
0: most currently. I want to answer the AI technology, but I want to come back to the device management because that's really fascinating me because I'm an OT guy. I did the first setting into operation of machines in the 90s and there wasn't something like device management. And now we are using it with the Docker technology. It's a container-based technology. I know it's very, very technical, but it's interesting that these technology under... A few years, let me say two or four years ago, it was only known in the IT and not known in the OT. And that is fascinating me that now this IT technology is able to be used on the OT devices. And we have the possibility to realize device management of hundreds or thousands of devices. And that's really fascinating me. And I think we defined or you defined it as one of the pillars and one of the big challenges for the digitalization. You see, it's fascinating me because now we are able to do things and to make the digitalization from the manufacturing point of view more economically than ever before. Thanks for that, Jürgen. We are now coming to the closing
1: question of this episode. I would like to know from your perspective, how do you envision the factory 10 years from now?
0: I think the factory would look like the factories today, perhaps with less people, but we need all the people and more human power at all in the background. And the technology will also be more in the background. The AI technology, for example, helps us for the maintenance issues. Also, the digitalization helps us to get the KPIs from the machines, to have the transparency. So that means a lot of the technology we spoke about today and you have already spoken about in the other podcasts of yours, all these things will be more and more in the background. We use it all automatically and have more transparency and efficiency in the factories. And I think that is the way. And that will be the picture of the factories and the production areas in the future.
1: Jürgen, that has been great closing words. Thanks for that podcast. Thanks for your insights today. I learned a lot and I hope a lot of our listeners learned a lot as well. We talked about IT. OT and the challenges of digitalization. Jürgen, thanks a lot for being on the show. Benjamin, thank you very, very much. Thanks a lot. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening and we hope you found this episode valuable. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a five-star review. You can find more information and resources at operationsone.com This episode is brought to you by Operations One. Operations One is the leading platform to bring operations to a new level of excellence. By supporting frontline operations from planning to execution to analytics, companies benefit from an empowered workforce, increased operational excellence and future-proof operations. Visit operationsone.com for more information.